Welcome to my podcast Pathfinder Growth Stories for Personal Success with a new episode that will help you learn and grow in your chosen path to achieve massive success. I'm your host Anil Mishra. In today's episode we will be talking with a special guest who is an expert strategist, top sales leader, CXO consultant, speaker and growth agent for CXO during his 22 year career. Our guest for today's episode is Mani James who is senior vice president and head of global sales at Frost and Sullivan a top management consulting company in his last two decades of career money has delivered growth strategies across multiple geographies functions industries and worked across the globe money has helped global cxos to transform their business with growth strategies and he shares his learnings on strategy with his video series called inside mj's mind that he publishes regularly in linkedin Money is an alumni of Xavier Institute of Management and Entrepreneurship and NIT Calicut. Money's story is very inspiring with great learnings and I'm sure it will be super valuable for all. So let's get started. Hello Money, welcome to the show and I am excited to have you here. Hey Anil. Good morning and uh, greetings to all the listeners and I'm pretty happy and uh, excited to be part of this uh, podcast series of yours brilliant perfect so as i as i was mentioning right so we will be doing our conversations in two parts the part 1 will be focusing on knowing about you and your journey and in part 2 we would like your experience guidance to professionals how they can engage with cxos in an effective way <clears throat> i'm sure this conversation will be super valuable for my listeners so let's get started Yeah. So before we jump on uh, on the conversation, let's begin with a fun fact about Money James and any experience you would like to share. Um, a very interesting uh, aspect of mine is that I'm a big uh, nature lover, and um, during my stay in South Africa when I was in Cape Town, uh, one of uh, a funny thing happened that uh, we we decided to go uh, inside the forests. Um, so it was. Uh, it was a place which is about 400 kilometers outside cape town and uh, we we set off on a car and it was a it was a 4 by 4 and uh, we went in so deep um, and uh, we reached up our destination what we thought was our destination but we actually had gone way far beyond and only to realize that um, there was uh, no cell phone towers there was no electricity connection so me and my friend we decided you know what we actually going to stay here for the night so we pitched okay. up a tent and uh, after some time we actually um, i mean after a day or two when we returned back we found out that um, we actually had been into southern africa's most desolate location uh, which is uh, which is kind of scared us because we were like wow i mean anything would have happened to us oh great i think that's a wonderful story and uh, i'm sure it would have been scary right now you're saying uh, it, it was great fun but as you are mentioning right it it was a bit of scary situation as well so let's um, uh, let's start with our conversation uh, i would like you to go back to uh, in the beginning of uh, your career itself when you were graduating and looking to start your career so can you share about your experience on how you got started and any initial learnings you achieved during that time from an nit calicut days i we had the uh, obviously the usual hype around um, the final year and you get your uh, campus interviews done so i was i was no exception i would say so uh, obviously i had a 
had my kind of uh, thoughts of saying I'm in mechanical engineering. I should look for something in that kind of career. And obviously, some of my friends were getting into all sorts of software companies. So uh, that was in '97. So uh, obviously, I landed up with a job in Mukund Limited uh, in Mumbai. Uh, so to the division called Mukund Engineers Limited, which was specifically on projects. So um, during my initial few um, days, I kind of uh, there was a uh, there was a there was a HR in in Mukund Engineers who was basically telling me all uh, things that are required uh, for a successful engineer. And I, I would I would thought at that time, look, I I might have ticked all the boxes. and i was pretty happy that i was in that space that i was in so uh, towards the towards the journey that uh, went uh, from being a mechanical engineer to i soon realized okay that is part of what you learned uh, in your uh, college days was relevant that part was more on the job what you're going to find and uh, what are the specific um, elements that you have to take on so um, i had a um, i mean um, my dad was my one of my biggest mentors and obviously he's my still my biggest inspiration so he used to tell me a story of saying look everything you plan for 3 years don't mean like a 3 year is a good time to think reflect um I mean, beyond that it becomes a little bit of more stress for yourself so i decided to keep that 3 year 3 year time frame and i don't know how it's been stuck to me i mean every 3 years i've been doing a new thing in my life uh, i probably started there uh, as a whole experience for me so i went there i we had in uh, mukan we had a big um, project uh, in kanpur i traveled then to up then i was in partly in uh, moga in punjab kashmir uh, it took me to uh, to calcutta uh, uh, roorkela yeah just name it i mean i was all over the place trying to understand so my initial part was i wanted to soak in as much as i could learn and uh, an important experience or an initial learning that came out here was i i kind of started to figure out that i had uh, i had to big manage big um uh, contractors and also their labors and i think that was the there was a point i for the first 3 to 5 years of my career was actually the discovery of myself saying yeah i'm i'm more of this i can also get into more of um, a top level discussion but i also was comfortable very comfortable speaking to the laborers and getting the job done then i moved on uh, from there to saying okay now uh, i wanted to uh, experience software because the whole world was going into the software game so the lure of um, that um, pushed me into saying look i need to, I, i came in down to chennai i went to mumbai i had a couple of interviews i said i'm a functional consultant uh, i'm not knowing what the game was i, I landed there and uh, I wanted to find out that I was uh, in the midst of this big um, dot com blast and it was just mm-hmm. about to happen. So here I was I had no job um I was thinking this is software is going to be my calling and my career and I tried to go in there wanted to find out that um, it doesn't actually accept me. So uh, I, I then moved to a company called Simrise uh, mm-hmm. in Chennai. Um so there was very similar lines I mean I I was very fortunate enough to have met uh, C Venkat uh, who is one of uh, I mean he's one of my uh, big melvishers I'm I'm his biggest admirer so he is a um, he's currently a big advisor to governments um, in India uh, many state governments but he is the guy who started the the 108 ambulance uh, system so, you know the the ambulance yeah. system that we have right now he's one of the pioneers in south who actually started that along with uh, the different uh, companies that were at that time sponsoring so he was a ceo at that time 
So I was fortunate enough to actually work under him where we built a very big complex in, in Chennai uh, with some uh, international standards. And I had to uh, I had to travel to Singapore and Far Eastern countries uh, to actually learn how this uh, operations are set up outside uh, India and what kind of best practices we can bring into India. So I had, uh, had to interact with people in Germany and all other. It was quite interesting that we came back. I learned a lot of stuff. They, we came here. Again, I was pitched back between saying there is a management story and there was a there was a people or a contractor story that was mm-hmm. bugging me all the time. So I did that. I learned a heck of a lot about flavors and fragrances. I was having a chat with uh, Mr. Venkat saying, look, I mean, this project is about to complete. What do you think I should be doing next, etc. And he said, he said, I'm very glad, Money, that you came and asked me this question. Uh, because um, I mean, after a month or two, I would have had this conversation with you anyway. So I asked him, what do you mean? He said, look, come in. Yeah, it's, I mean, look, you're good at what you did. So this was a new project. I wanted you to come in. You almost uh, cut the grass and you almost now uh, we are ready to inaugurate a whole new world class uh, complex. Uh, but uh, I don't I don't know uh, necessarily that you understand my business. So I, that is the time it actually struck me that uh, maybe I made a I made a mistake. Uh, not in terms of understanding the, the the role, but in kind of saying, look, whenever you are in a um, in a corporate life, I realized that to be aligned with the core objectives of the business. Mm-hmm. Whenever you are obviously on the peripherals, you are doing a support function. Um, it always is the case going to be that you will become redundant at some point of time. He called up my dad, mm-hmm. and, uh, and he said. Um, uh, Mr. Paul Raj, I want uh, to tell you that um, money is like my son. I will give him the same advice I give my son. Mm-hmm. I want, um, I've asked him to resign and I want him to take up a management course. And once he finishes that, I'll rehire him back or he can decide what he wants to do at that time. Obviously, my dad was very furious that I, I, he got to hear from him. Uh, but, uh, but that was such a character, uh, Mr. Venkat. So he made sure he smoothed my whole scenario. So I went home, they were all happy. And then I went to do my postgraduate graduation in, um, in Xavier Institute of Management in, uh, in, in Bangalore. And I think that experience of uh, one and a half years I spent in Bangalore in XIME kind of gave me a different perspective of myself. Mm-hmm. I said, like, okay, now, um, I mean, I was obviously the, I mean, after five years, six years of uh, corporate life, I was one of the oldest members of the class. Uh, they were all sitting there and I was trying to actually understand what am I, hell am I doing here in the first place. So, but um, those professors, there was this uh, professor Philip, um, who's the chairman of the XIME Institute. I interacted quite a lot with him, <clears throat> even in those days. And I kind of understood, I mean, from a proper um, management, um, what does it really take? Uh, my passion for what I wanted to be doing was I stumbled, I really stumbled on Frost and Sullivan, to be very blunt. So during the summer project, what I did, I decided was a um, lot of people went to join companies and they did the internship there. Start off by doing, uh, I went and took a special permission from the chairman. And I said to him, I want to do a, uh, a specific consulting project uh, for two companies, which I think will benefit from my services. Mm-hmm. So um, so I, there are two startups in Bangalore at that time. I approached them. I mean, I knew them well because they were, are NIT alumni. <laughs> so okay. it was one company called Emids, uh, the Silk Boat Junction somewhere right now, right. and then another right. company called uh, Kalki Technologies. So, okay. 
So they both were obvious startups. I was trying to support them, saying, how do you understand a whole comp- competitive system? What kind of, um, so this was a software company, even a software company, I said, why don't you do, develop a software for the construction industry? And I, I kind of started realizing I was, th- the more I was starting to understand, I was starting to see myself as a, as a person who was uh, looking to try and figure out uh, what is the problem, what is the challenge, and I was trying to s- solve the problem. During that time, the construction industry had a very bad reputation for, they didn't have anything on systems. Mm-hmm. It was all good methods because I have been through that myself. Yeah. So I, I tried to solve that problem by aligning with a company. I went to another company, I mean, in Kalki, I, I showed them how they could use, a, I, I designed a system called 2CIG. It's a two-way system of competitor intelligence gathering. Uh, I don't know what they did with that, but it was an it was an exciting time for me because I was having fun uh, trying to figure out how how can that company which is just starting out how can they identify competitors and stay ahead of the game. Uh, in a way, I was I, I reflected back on all those years what I was doing and I said, okay, maybe this is what I think is my calling right now. I want to I need to get into this game. So when the next year I applied, uh, I went to Frost and Sullivan and I applied for that role. And I got a senior industry analyst uh, role uh, in Chennai and in San Antonio. So I said, look, let me take that up. Let me mm-hmm. let me see if uh, what the next chapter of my life is going to be. So I, I was taking a big risk because, I mean, I had, I mean, obviously the company was also taking a risk because I had no prior software experience. So it was a very interesting uh, time that I moved in and uh, I uh, I joined this firm in San Antonio. After move to Chennai, I was moved to San Antonio for a while. I mean, I would say this is probably the the first forty percent of my life. Wonderful. I think uh, uh, as as you were talking about, you know, a lot of strings were uh, coming to me as well, right? Because uh, a similar kind of journey, but uh, it was lovely listening to that, and I can definitely vouch for you know the campus in NIT was amazing as well. So yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I, I, yeah. 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 100%. So, so great. So um, I think uh, you definitely have uh, shared that. And uh, while you joined uh, Frost and Sullivan, uh, you worked across the globe, right? So can you share uh, uh, your your time at Frost and Sullivan and any le- uh, and the learnings that you acquired and experiences you gathered from working across different countries? Yeah, oh, it's a very inter- very interesting question too. Um, and uh, during that, I was I was in a I was in a group called Industrial Automation Group, and um, it was quite an interesting story that I was I happened to attend a uh, big expo. I was saying I don't know why this company is persisting with this technology. I don't understand uh, why they're doing this. They could have a better market share. They could be doing better things if uh, if these uh, if they switch over to a more robust platform. So, um, so I was a, there was a guy who came and tapped at the back, uh, tapped on back and said, "Look, can you just repeat what you said?" So I said, "Look, um, so I said, no, sir, who are you? Who are you?" I mean, like. Uh, uh, so he said, "No, no, I just want to hear what you just said. It's quite interesting." And I, I said that. And I didn't blink. I didn't change a single word. I said exactly the same words to him back. Uh-huh. And he said, "Money, um, can you do me a favor? Uh, can you meet me in that room upstairs? Um, uh, I would like to have a 30-minute conversation with you in private, if that's okay." I'm like, I was, here was a guy, I was just new in America, just three months in there. I was, I had been there into that uh, whole thing all by myself. I said, I'm not sure, I don't know what am I got into. 
<laughs> he thrust his he thrust his card uh, in his in, in my hand and i was literally shaking because he was the chairman and the ceo of that big software company uh, wow i said wow i mean this is like i so like i'm sorry sir i, I said i don't know I, i didn't know i was like totally i was um, stumped uh, so i tried to call my managers and back there and I mean, obviously nobody could help me they were in their own so i said i decided to uh, walk into that room and um, i decided to defend what i need to say so i i just stood by my conviction what what my analysis were why i felt it uh, there were obviously he bought in because he the being 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 the chairman of that company every single div- division that you could think of were represented in that room there were 30 35 senior vps uh, ceos cxos all sitting there and listening to me i hadn't i hadn't made any preparation of any presentation whatsoever it was a very 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 interesting experience of my life and one thing that taught me on that day is that if you believe in something that you truly understand for yourself just just stick to it you don't have to go any flowery languages and i i think that was probably one of those days i started to think about how simple the messages can become i didn't say anything complex during that conversation yeah. with that client so I mean, absolutely you, i think that's a very interesting story and uh, you know i am specially wanting to know what happened after that meeting right so uh, did he become a great client of yours <laughs> yeah absolutely so uh, yeah it was what he said was uh, i said certain things obviously which they uh, jai assumed they would know and uh, they were all looking at each other and clearly they didn't know it so they, mm-hmm. they came down to our offices in san antonio a couple of weeks later um, we won a big we, we won a big contract with them and um, i was uh, i was very happy to have delivered that project and eventually they made the decision to sw- uh, to switch uh, not because of only what we did but i think they they had their own uh, gut feel but i think our our kind of work validated their thinking so um, yeah and you know it was a, it was a, it was a pretty scary story to begin with but it ended on a very nice note so uh, i mean i still have that um, email from my my boss saying look you, you almost uh, scared the living daylight of everybody here <laughs> <laughs> no i think these these are the kind of stories which uh, definitely g- give you great conviction and also build you as a person itself yeah because i think that anil you're right because um, i mean i think it's if you look at my linkedin profile uh, money james um, uh, you'll see that in my summary i made up i will i believe very strongly in that line now that simplicity is your ultimate sophistication uh, right if you can say some some simple things to simple you know in a more simple way i mean it may yeah. be very complex in your mind but if you can explain it to somebody in a very simple manner i think that that is the the reality of what we are actually facing right now i mean in our own lives in our, in our current corporate uh, environment it's become all too complex now right. people are people making out make it out to be very complex but in in reality it actually can be very simplified um so i think that's the that i think that's one of the few experiences i would say uh, from a global standpoint i moved back to india one of my one of my gain uh, nit seniors uh, ravi who is there in uh, in chennai i happened to meet him in a in a meeting in a reka in alumni meeting uh-huh. and uh, he said to me you know what uh, what you doing is excellent but i have an interesting opportunity for in south africa will you be interested i said wow no i wasn't looking out but i said like that let, let me check out what is that so he said like this is company called ramco systems and they're looking for um, business analysts 
and uh, uh, are you interested to go to South Africa? So here I, I was I was about to get married at that time, um, and I was like I was not sure. He said, look, uh, believe me, it'll, it'll be the thing that you will help you realize that software dream that you had many years ago. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. So in a matter of I think a matter of ten days, um, not my sorry, a matter of a month. I had uh, I had a new job, I had a new location, I had a new wife. <laughs> Then I set so I set my shorts into I reached uh, the sunny side of uh, South Africa. So South Africa was a I would probably uh, I mean I have spent 25% of my life in South Africa, if not more. Uh, and I would say it's it's been one of the most fantastic experiences I will ever have uh, being in in that part of. Uh, I think then before I left there I had so many people saying oh my God you're making a biggest mistake of your life uh, africa is not the place to be uh, you will never see any growth there uh, lions roam around the roads uh, people kill each other every day and i was like wow really <laughs> just because that one i'm i'm a, I'm a, I'm a risk taker by nature mm-hmm. so i said okay, let me take the risk so i told my wife are you ready for the risk with me she said oh <laughs> I have no choice let's go so um, so we landed there and um, I mean three years I would say like an officially called the solution architect but I, I kind of knew what the game was what are the different problems they face and I, I could go stand up in front of the mayor of the city and I could tell them uh, what they should be doing I mean regardless of whether they did and eventually there was a different issue altogether there were so many other technical challenges they had uh, but I, I I could I could see that picture which uh, Possibly not many people were seeing it. So I, again, he came back to me and said, "Like, I, I, I'm I'm a kind of an analyst in that role that I did, but uh, yeah, but I'm not. Software is not my my cup of tea. Maybe I came in here, uh, but I I mean, when I said software, I had to write any code. I was not in the technical side of things. I was more on the business analysis of things. But uh, it was also a very um, um, enriching journey for me to understand um, that I would." I was more comfortable dealing with uh, the city manager, the the city director, the C level people of the city. Yeah. And I was on the same level more comfortable dealing with our uh, the technical folks and explaining to them what is this all about. So I was like, it, it, it occurred to me that um, this was the this was a journey that I was taking, and and accidentally I received a note from my one of my ex managers in Frost. Saying, hey, um, uh, just for your information, Frost and Sullivan is looking to open up an offer- operations in, in Africa, and I'm putting you in touch with this guy. Um, if you're interested, let's talk. I had no, I had no idea to go back to Frost at that time. Obviously, I said I love what I did at that previous time, but I just didn't feel that um, uh, they were. Uh, it was really into the way that I wanted to be. I want. I had a specific vision of what it would look like, but it wasn't at that time. So maybe three, four years later, that would have changed. So again, a three-year <laughs> cycle came into my life. Yeah. Uh, I started to think about this, and I, I said to, um, and I, I mean, uh, that was where I first time met with Mr. Phil Howard. Uh, he's one of, uh, he's one of the most fascinating people I've ever met in my life. Uh, mentor, a philosopher, a guide. So I met him there, and he explained uh, what it was. And there were some very interesting things he told me of what uh, Frost and Sullivan was trying to do in Africa. 
So I said, look, you know what, this is probably another 10 years of my life. Um, if I had to commit to this another three, four years, I would set this up. I would probably uh, then move back uh, or I will stay along here and see what I can do. So my initial plan was just to do that for three years. And then I said, this experience will give me what I needed to get into a real consulting world. So, um, I mean, that uh, move to Cape Town was probably, uh, I would say, the best decisions of my life after my wife. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so, so we landed there. Uh, we started a family and we were uh, we were very, very, um, and I, the first six, seven months or I'll say probably in a year was very super stressful. Because um, here I had some many ideas of what uh, the they would look like. I had come from a very different background. I was, but this consulting world was very, very uh, interesting. So it took me some time, and I, I remember a time when uh, Phil, um, I had to do some deliverables for a client uh, the first six months, and I ended up uh, doing something there. And uh, and he said to me, uh, he gave me, he made me correct me like three, four times. The first time he said, look, money, I don't know why I even hired you. I think that was the real kick in the back I needed. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, now, man, now I need to prove myself. I remember that uh, 2008, I suppose, uh, when I when this whole thing started there. I remember we had a 15 to 20 day holiday in um, in South Africa that time because of Christmas. Mm-hmm. I didn't take a break. I went every single day to office, uh, even on even on Christmas Day, uh, because nobody in South Africa works during those, the office is practically empty. Yeah. So I sat there, I called up um, every single person I knew because I was in the chemicals business. I was, every person I knew saying what would companies will look like, what would they look for, what is the future of this industry. So I was trying to, so almost on that, I spent that two weeks literally figuring out what my strategy should be for, for the business. So I had to recruit people. I had to tell a story. So I mean, I used to go to visit universities, stand in front of the universities, and try and distribute pamphlets to people, saying, "Look, come and join Frost and Sullivan." <laughs> Not many people were interested at that time. We didn't have any brand in Africa at that time. So slightly. Yeah, yeah. So this uh, was one of my first uh, hires that I had was Cola Fellow. Um, eventually, she be- she became one of my uh, top uh, people in, in Frost eventually. Uh, so she was like, um, okay, I'll join. Uh, I don't know. I'm not so sure what you guys do, but um, I, okay, I get it. I, I kind of see to what you're trying to say. I will I will join you. Mm-hmm. So I hired a sales guy um, from, uh, she was there. As, she was a shared resource uh, from a sales standpoint. And uh, that's my journey started in Africa. So um, those are probably, I mean, I from a, being a program manager, I, I looked at it saying, look, uh, Africa as a whole needs um, more research needs, a lot of untapped areas. So I more and more I started to get involved in the business and um, uh, I made the, the chemicals business very successful. It was running by myself. And then I, uh, uh, I said, OK, let me try and um, learn the other parts of Africa. So mm-hmm. it took me to uh, to many, many countries, uh, Malawi, Tanzania, Kenya, Ethiopia, Uganda, Ghana, Senegal, Nigeria, Gabon, Rwanda. So, I mean, like, I, length and breadth of Africa I traveled. Yep. Uh, for many, uh, many on specifically trying to actually, because I think most of the, the challenge in Africa at that time was uh, not many companies were willing to buy the African story. So yeah. typically we would speak to somebody in, uh, in Houston, somebody in Dubai, 
somebody in India, somebody in Singapore, somebody in London about a project on Africa because uh, nobody really saw that there was a big need for a project or uh, for a team in Africa. Uh, so they never believed the African potential. But I, I, I mean, I can't stay in in South Africa and say, oh, this should be your um, your African story, right? So I ended up um, a discussion about uh, going to those places, figuring out for myself what was going on, because I needed to give a real piece of advice um, to any client saying, look, they were going to invest millions and millions of dollars. And uh, it needed a very sound advice, a very ground real, uh, based on a strategy, it was more ground, more to the ground. So I ended up uh, spending a lot of time because of that. And I think that was uh, that was a real experience. Every country, every country had uh, its own nuances. Um, I was telling the story to one of our clients recently. So in Nigeria, I was working for a company to develop a lubes project, a lubricants project. It just came out that this guy, um, I went and sat with the mechanic. So trying to, how do you, how do you buy lubes? So he was just saying, money, um, it's quite interesting. So you, I buy this lube because uh, they gave me air time. I said, what? What do you mean you get air time? So look, they had a, this, this company had a very interesting strategy. So what they did was they went to all these mechanics and said to them, you know what, we'll give you a two liter, five liter um, lubricant can. But under the, the, the last, um, uh, at the bottom of the barrel, yeah. they had uh, air time. There was a prepaid talk time voucher. Okay. That's an interesting strategy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so saying, look, uh, so, but for him to uh, get that to that talk time, he had to basically use that lubricant can. Right. So <laughs> I was sitting there, I was, he was like, uh, that specific brand of uh, lubricant was selling like um, hot because I could understand because this guy was getting. For everything, he was like for 100 naira, 200 naira, 300 naira. So he almost received like 1,000 nairas of talk time every day. So free for him. Yeah. Literally he had free air time. So, so I mean like those were specific nuances. Only you could go into a country, only go in there, you're going to figure it out. Um, I mean going and walking in the port ter- terminals, um, seeing the, the real world challenges uh, are our clients will eventually face while doing business there. Uh, some clients have said to them, please don't go. This is not for you. This country and this uh, continent is not for you. For some, I have said to them, I've understood their uh, way of doing business. I say, look, maybe you should be doing this as a result of what I see uh, in terms of what you want to achieve. So I mean, you will you will see some of my recommendations that I've received from uh, many clients in Africa. So they talk about uh, that specific insights that I've given them that made them make some very bold decisions. But I think I've been very thankful for because, um, I mean, they trusted my advice. Uh, and those uh, presidents and CEOs were uh, kind enough to acknowledge that, saying, look, I mean, uh, we made so many interesting calls because of you. Those real experiences, um, I'm living with the family in Cape Town, where it was called almost the crime capital of South Africa. Uh, but Touchwood, God's grace, we never had any incident there. We were very, yes. feeling very safe, very comfortable. My children were uh, growing beautifully there. We had a lo- lovely life. Um, Frost and Sullivan gave me a beautiful work and life balance there. 
uh, I think this is an interesting story for sure. Uh, so what we'll do is uh, we will end our conversation here. Mm-hmm. It was uh, great to know Mani's journey from the beginning. But don't forget to t- tune in to part two of this conversation. And I, I can assure you, you would not like to miss that as Mani will share his experiences and hacks to work effectively with CXO and why he came back to India and uh, what is his mission over here. So thank you, Mani, for coming to my show and sharing some really exciting nuggets from your journey and uh, look forward to continuing our conversation soon. Hey, Anil. Uh, firstly, I should thank you for really inviting me to this um, uh, excellent podcast series of yours. Um, although I've, uh, it's you have also made me think a lot while I was um, preparing to uh, talk to you. So um, I should also thank you for that. And I look forward to sharing my two cents of what I have uh, uh, in the following podcast series for the listeners. I hope you enjoyed our today's episode as much as I did while having conversation with my guest. And I've taken some practical tips that you can implement today to start defining your pathway to success. Love listening to this podcast. Don't forget to share this with your friends and colleagues to help achieve their potential and create new chapter of success. I'm sure they'll be thrilled with your suggestion. You can connect with me at my Twitter handle at the rate AnilKM108, Instagram handle at the rate Pathfinder underscore Anil, or you can write to me at anil.m.consulting at gmail.com with your suggestions and feedback to improve this podcast. Bye for today and I look forward to bringing another exciting episode soon. Till then, go and create your pathway for success.